Chris and Chris Talk Movies. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Chris Ferry, and of course, this is my co-host. My name is Chris Huddleston. And today, we are both very excited to be talking to you about just a little romp of a film. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Oh, jeez, whoa, Jesus. Did you see the way those guys looked at us? Who wants to go skinny dipping? No. We got your friend! They captured Allison! It's some pancakes. You hate pancakes. I'm, I'm gonna make you something else. What am I doing here? Fell into the water. I dove in and rescued you. We'll go find your friends. You should relax. Tucker and Dale are on the case. What is this place? It's just a cabin. It doesn't mean they're psycho killers. Then why don't you go in there and talk to them? All right. Maybe I will. <laughs> I said maybe. Dale? What are you doing? I'm, I'm digging a crapper hole. You mind if I help? He's making her dig her own grave. There's no rules out here. It's us against <laughs> them. Oh, good looking friends are here. Are you okay? Saw your friend out there. He must be allergic to bees or something because he was running like a bat out of hell. This is a suicide pact. These kids are coming out here and they're killing themselves all over the woods. Oh my God, that makes so much sense. The girl that we have, she can maybe explain the whole thing. You've got another one inside. Oh, she's in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you gotta take the safety off on the side there. Don't do that. Ah! Just start being more careful. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Time to die, freak. Oh, fire! Stop, double rope. No, don't, don't use that. Let's get you down from there. Wait. Sorry about that. This vacation sucks. Do you have a synopsis for us, Mr. Huddleston? I do. So Tucker and Dale versus Evil is a 2010 horror comedy, and it was directed by Eli Craig. It stars uh, Tyler Labine, Alan Tudyk, and Katrina Bowden. And the synopsis is two scruffy pals. Backwoods vacation takes a bloody turn when ignorant college students mistake them for a pair of murderous hillbillies. All right. So I I watched this when it originally came out. I had not so I hadn't seen it in like a decade or so, but you had not seen this. So how about if we start? Okay. How about if you start? Um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. I thought it ticked a lot of boxes. Um, and I'm glad that you recommended it. I my in the in the criticism column, I would say in this film's attempt to be many different things it get it it gets a little it gets a little muddy tone wise so it, it slides around tone wise i think it starts off 
very clearly comedy, very broad comedy. And it's doing that fine. I'm like, okay, cool. Okay, this is what we're watching. Then as we as we start to shift into, you know, the mistaken identity of these college kids assuming these two, you know, kind of country bumpkins are nefarious. As we as that starts to play out and people start to get hurt accidentally in horror movie kind of ways. It shifts gears a little bit, as I expected it to, into a, a more horror comedy, into more Raimi material. There's a lot of blood and splatter and, you know, and it's all still fairly fun. And and then it sort of decides it needs to shift gears again. And we and then we start to we start to discover a, a true villain. We do spoil all this, guys. So spoiler alerts. Uh, but it's not Tucker or Dale. And um, and then it's and then it's I feel like it's trying to be a real horror film. Right. And then it's it, it abandons the comedy for the most part and raises the stakes and gets darker. And they're still peppering jokes in there, but the jokes aren't landing because they've thickened the air so much with the horror stuff. And I don't think any one of those phases. Oh, and then by the end. They sort of flip it around. You're like, oh, wait, it's a romantic comedy. Oh, no, it's a buddy comedy. You know, as it was, so then they try and sort of back their way back out of it. And uh, and I didn't think any any particular flavor along the way was done poorly. But I I felt like it was like, a you know, have you ever had Neapolitan ice cream mm -hmm. where it's like. I never ate Neapolitan ice cream where you take a scoop of all three things. It was always like, well, you're either eating the chocolate or you're eating the vanilla or you're eating the, maybe I was doing it wrong, but this, this felt a little bit like that to me, like a Neapolitan. It's like comedy, mm -hmm. horror, um, kind of, kind of buddy film. And it, the, they, those things never really blended together in a way that I felt like the movie wanted them to. Mm -hmm. but to just go back to my beginning i thought it was fun mm -hmm. yeah i pretty this is going to be one of these where we're gonna <laughs> we, we agree. usually agree you know to a degree but where we're going to totally agree i think it, it definitely it watching it this time around i really enjoyed the so i think the strength of this film is you like the two of them so much. Tucker and Dale are, you know, these guys are really good comedic actors. Yes. And the characters are, um, you know, they're very sweet. Uh, and so you just like them. And they, uh, you know, one thing that I kind of appreciate, so it's, uh, it takes place in West Virginia. You know, they say in the beginning, you know, Appalachia Mountains, West Virginia, we're two guys from West Virginia. Um, but they don't, there's no uh, effort made to make it sound like they're West Virginia. No, no there's no effort made to make it. Yeah, it, there's no effort made to make it sound like they're from West Virginia. And but uh, I mean, I guess they're from West Virginia. They're going to. So so they have a vacation house in the mountains in West Virginia. So you don't it's you don't actually know if they're from West Virginia right. or not. But it's, it's a cabin in the woods. Yeah, it's a cabin in the woods, a very. Uh, Evil Dead like Cabin in the Woods, um, but you, uh, even though they're kind of dumb, you don't 
I wasn't like, oh, super offended as a West Virginian. You know what I mean? They because right. you like these guys right. and they have it, it's not like they are. Yeah, they're just country. Yeah, they're not really like terrible stereotypes. I, I no. think, you know, um, and like I say, they're likable and they're and they're good guys and, you know, uh, and all that. And then you you actually find out that um, uh, I always have a hard time with which is which, which one is Tucker and which one is Dale. Uh, but the um, I think it's Dale is the one that. Uh, so what happens is you, you have these douchey college kids that are hanging around there and they decided to go uh, skinny dipping and that one of the girls falls and hits her head in the water or on a rock and, you know, falls in the water and Tucker and Dale are fishing and they go out and rescue her. And then, and then, you know, they take her to their cabin, you know, to rehabilitate her. Well, the college kids. So it's all this big misunderstanding. Right, they think leaving that, sort of notes and they, they're called, we got your friend, you know, yeah. and they carve into the wood. We got your friend. And so yeah. of course from the, the fun of it early on, is that it from the college kids point of view, it's, it's a horror movie. Like it's deliverance. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a deliverance in their minds. It's these evil hillbilly guys have, have stolen her, you know? And so then there, there, you know, there, there's this series of events where, they are going to try to rescue her and they get impaled on things or they jump into a wood chipper, you know, and all of that is really good. But um, so the one, uh, the one, uh, I think it's Dale, uh, he, uh, you find out that he's has this, you know, really great recall for trivia. So he, there's several times in the film that he says, you know, I'm dumb, but he's actually, you know, really has this, this great memory, you know. Um, but so then he starts to fall for the girl played by Katrina Bowden. And then, you know, the same, you don't really know until really the end that she really likes him a lot too. Um, but anyway, so there are these two decent guys and that's really the strength of the movie. As you said, when we move beyond that and you, in one of the, uh, so there's like this backstory about a serial killer and, um, this one kid. So what was it? He was the son of the serial killer yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So then it he's evil. And so that is much less satisfying than the, than the first half of the movie. I totally agree. Right. Uh, the, my, I think my favorite part of the, the, the movie is, is where the, those two parts kind of hinge, mm -hmm. which is, so there's a series of absolutely unbelievable events where, there were a couple you know, of they, they're they're creeping up on the house. Um, they they suspect they've followed the guys, they suspect their friend is in the house, and they're trying to figure out a way to kind of break in and rescue her. And they so they split up and they're kind of circling around the back. And Tucker, I guess, has a chainsaw and is cutting up a fallen tree, and there's a beehive in the in the hollow tree that he cuts into, and the bees start swarming him. So right as one kid is kind of peeking around the corner of the house he comes running waving his chainsaw <laughs> inexplicably like still gunning it yeah no idea. i guess he's trying to get the it's smoking and he's waving the bees away from him. all right he, and the guy the kid can't see the bees he looks like a chainsaw massacre guy mm -hmm. um and they both take off running through the woods and tucker i guess 
or whichever one it is with the chainsaw is running from the bees and the other guy is kind of running for him and isn't watching where he's going and runs chest first into this fallen brand, this big <laughs> thick as your arm and just literally vampires himself. <laughs> uh, and so the, you're like, Oh, that's the first thing that happens. And then the, the others find him and assume that he's been murdered. And then another kid is kind of screwing up his courage. And he's like, ah! and he, while he's like chipping wood in the wood chipper and he, goes running with a little knife and takes a flying dive at him. And at the same moment, he turns to go pick up another piece of wood and he goes right through where he was and dives headfirst into the wood chipper, right? So, and it's just his legs sticking out and Tucker's yeah. like, are, are you okay? Are, yeah, are yeah you they have right? fun. And then, so then, and then there's another, there's at least enough, that's enough, but there's at least another instance of, Something like that happening where it's just these utterly implausible things. But Tucker and Dale, he's like, well, we ought to call the police. And he goes, wait a minute, like just for a second, step outside of this and look how this looks, you know? Yeah. Oh, but we didn't do, you know, we didn't, uh, we didn't. He's like, I know we didn't do anything, but nobody would believe this is accidental, (laughs) you know? And sure enough, the cop, the cop shows up. You know, and they're they're like it's a funny scene. They're like, well, it's not what it looks like. <laughs> they're covered in blood, and there's half a guy lying there. <laughs> oh. and that was one my of my favorite, my favorite part of the movie was that when it, because after that, there's nowhere for it to go. Then there is actual real danger. Yeah, they can't just keep doing these you know kind of stunts. One of my favorite lines is so the you know when the the sheriff is there. And so then they say, and, and, you know, we've got, uh, uh, Dale says, uh, and we've got a girl inside and he's like, there's a girl inside. He's like, yeah, I hit her in the head with my shovel and knocked her out. She's in my bedroom. She's in my bedroom. (laughs) So he's like, okay, I'm going to go in there. Well, the, so this, um, this cabin that they had bought belonged to this unbeknownst to them belonged to this serial killer who was killing people 20 years earlier or whatever. And there are all these kind of booby traps that he's set in there. And um, so the sheriff goes in and there's a one of the beams um, and he goes to lean on it. And it sets off this trap that's that's basically like a board full of nails that sticks in his head. And so he's stumbling around with this these nails sticking out of his head. And, Dale, and Tucker goes... Uh, I, I think he's going to walk it off. I think he's going to be okay. <laughs> and then he just falls down on the ground. Well, and it's, it's you know, the, the, so he falls down on the ground. One of the other guys runs up and grabs the cop's gun mm-hmm. and aims it at them. And they put their hands up and he's trying to pull the trigger. And he's like, oh, you got to take the safety off. <laughs> and so the kid, you know, is trying to figure it out and turns the gun around. And as he gets the safety off, he blows his own head off. Yeah. But they're so- always, they're always being like, well, no, no, don't do that. <laughs> kids, they're like, oh, it's a suicide pact. These kids came out here in the woods to kill themselves. And the other one goes, oh, that makes so much sense. <laughs> and he thinks that, and then they think that they're trying to kill the girl, you know. Right. Oh, they're so, yeah. And their brand. So, yeah, all of that is really strong. And, you know, there's some, there's some good dialogue. In it. And like I say, the two of them are just so charming. Yeah. And and really good comedic actors. Um, I've seen both of these guys and other other things. And 
and you know they're really good but yeah it kind of fizzles out once it once it goes to the this sort of a twist yeah and uh the you know the one guy is evil yeah i mean i i don't think that i don't think that part is is weak uh in and of itself i think as horror movies go sure it's formulaic but I mean, and that actor's kind of a poor man's Charlie Sheen too. Yeah, I wondered if he was doing, if he was trying doing an almost an impression. I I don't know. I wondered that myself, or like Tom Cruise or something. You know. Yeah, and and, but 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 I just didn't think it was as entertaining as the funny. No. Yeah, and you, I the movie has to go somewhere. As I'm as I was thinking about it, you you couldn't just keep it in that parody thing for a full hour and a half. No wouldn't sustain it so it had to go somewhere but then but then it's hard to come back it's hard to come back out of that like the bad guy they catch not the big bear one the other one they catch the guy who had the beast things mm-hmm. and they cut off two of his fingers and i mean which is horrible right mm-hmm. it's funny about that but then near the end of the movie once they've sort of prevailed they're all going to sit down. He makes some joke about, oh, I'll rustle up some lady fingers or something like that as a joke. And you're like, you wouldn't joke about having two of your fingers cut off. That's not how people are. No. And at the end, it turns out they, they reattach. Tried, they reattach them. And one of them is a female figure with a red mm-hmm. male that he doesn't seem to notice. <laughs> but, you know, this movie isn't about being serious, but it does. It takes itself seriously there. At the mm-hmm. beginning, at the end of Act Two, and yeah, I almost, I almost wish they'd have figured out a way not to have done that. But and it, yeah. it didn't ruin the thing for me. I just at the end, I thought that was a little bit all over the place. But I, the two guys in the they are total uh, sweethearts, and they're funny together, and you're rooting from them from the very beginning, mm-hmm. and carry the whole movie. And uh, the the ingenue, it, you know, is good too. Um, I think that the you know the romance between her and the big bearded guy is a little unlikely, but yeah, you know, you never know. You, in the movie, you want you're right. In the movie, you want to you yeah you want, you want them out because they're sweet and yeah. It's not a movie that's designed for you to think about too hard. It's a com- It's a you know. It's a big broad screwball horror comedy. Yeah. And they do a good job of of playing on a lot of, you know, especially like that chainsaw scene. They do a good job of playing on a lot of those tropes of, you know, Friday the 13th movies and, and things like that. And yeah. it, it is funny. I always think of, uh, you know, comedy that's based on based on misunderstanding. I always think of uh, Three's Company because that just whole show was just it was always just everything was a misunderstanding, you know. And uh and done right, that kind of comedy can work, can work yeah. well, you know, because you're seeing, you know, throughout the film, you're seeing the two of them, you know, their vantage, their viewpoint. And then you're seeing these dumb college kids, their their viewpoint, you know, and it's uh so it's it's well done in that regard. I don't know. I'm gonna look here real quick at the box office numbers because this was one of those, it's become a bit of a cult classic. I mean, I think it did okay um upon its release you know it's obvious watching it that you know that there's not um 
it, all the acting and, you know, the cinematography and all that is, you know, it's all fine, but you can tell that it's a fairly low budget movie. Um, yeah. I'm just going to see here real quick what the, so Tucker and Dale versus evil. So it, it made, it actually did. Wow. That's kind of interesting. It only made a little over $200,000 in the United States and it made um, 5 million internationally. Um, so I don't know what the, what the budget was on it. Uh, I mean, none of these people are, you know, even now like huge stars. I mean, Alan Tudyk, he has a show on, I've not seen it, but a show on the sci-fi channel where he's an alien. And I think it's maybe on its third or second or third season. So, you know, yeah, he works. Um, and Katrina too, right? Wasn't he the villain on Doom Patrol? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, they say the budget was five million dollars. So, you know, it, it would have basically just broken even. But I, but I think it was a movie that did well uh, with rentals and things like that, and has has become you know somewhat of a of a cult classic. But Katrina Bowden was on. Did you watch? Did you ever watch Thirty Rock? Yes. She had a recurring role on 30 Rock. She you was know. the secretary, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, so yeah, everybody in it is good. And I don't know about the director. Um, what year was anyway. this made? 2010. 2010. And one thing that I noticed about it, like the, the styles and everything, like seem really dated, you know? Um, that's one of those things where you don't realize how much styles have changed. Yeah. The... I mean, they were, they were all, they were all archetypes without, without being Scooby-Doo about mm -hmm. it. I mean, the, the leader wasn't wearing his letterman jacket and you know what I mean? Um, but there was a there was a sort of a ditzy blonde, a chesty blonde that was wearing high heels in the woods and, you know, and stuff like that. So you're kind of like it's playing into the, you know, a group of teens. <laughs> there were a lot of red shirts, too. So there was like Velma, Daphne, Scoob, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and then there were like four other guys <laughs> just yeah. so they could falling wood chipper and getting impaled on a, you know, on a yeah. tree branch and shoot himself in the head. Like we didn't get to know any of those characters. They no. were just, just like, Hey, what about the, that kind of guy? And then because in the next scene, they were going to get iced. Yeah. There's so no depth a big, to big group of teens. Those um, four or five friends. It was like eight. <laughs> yeah. It is a lot of people to go on a trip together like that. So the director, Eli Craig, the last, thing he he directed a movie um that i think was made for netflix called little evil that is basically like a spoof of the omen um which i've not seen uh evangeline Lilly was in that adam scott um clancy brown like it, it looked okay but that was in 2017 and that was the last thing he directed and that must have been another comedy yeah, yeah, it was. It, it was like a sort of a spoof of it's basically these people have a demonic child, but it was funny. So. So, yeah, and okay. this is, you know, this is. Uh, 
this is kind of along the line, you know, it, it's listed as horror comedy. It's there's more comedy in this than horror. Right. Um, you know, it's kind of more along the lines of a um, Shaun of the Dead or something like that. You know, right. But, you know, you can't have some degree of horror in it. And just call it a comedy, right? Mm-hmm. Not just about selling it to a horror fan base. Because not everybody who likes comedy has any interest in horror. Right. So no matter how horrible it gets, if there's any horror genre trope there, you have to call it a something slash horror. Right. And I would say for this, you know, it's there's gore in it, but it's it's still kind of cartoonish gore. You know, it's not maybe some there might be some people that would maybe be sensitive to this or whatever but i don't think people you know who are it's pretty it's pretty movie effect yeah it in no way is this scary or anything like that you know so so people who uh aren't into horror you know there'd be a lot of people who aren't into horror who could watch this and enjoy it i would think you know yeah i would say so I would say so. I I don't have a whole lot more to say about. I don't it. either. It's it's kind of you know. There's not really a lot that you could go too in depth with this, but it's not. Uh, I mean, it's not. A, it's not designed to be a movie that runs deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, I would recommend it. I think if, I think if you watch the trailer and you think that looks funny, then you'll enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a great. I love when a trailer is that you get a real sense of the movie and then. That's the kind of uh, amuse-bouche for the film, and you decide whether you're going to be... I hate when the, there's a trailer that you feel is misleading, and you go see the movie, and you're like, I feel like I was sold something different than I just watched. Yeah. But it's not the case here. The trailer really sets it up well. And, and doesn't give everything away also. Right. You know. Right. Um. So wh- what do you think about recommendation? I, I mean, I would recommend it. I think if listening to us talk about it sounds like that might be fun. Or if you check out the trailer and you think that looks funny, it's a good popcorn movie, good date movie. If you're into this kind of stuff, um, good. Just Saturday night is no, doesn't demand some huge commitment of you. You could turn it off and come back to it. You know what I mean? Like you could watch yeah. the first half and decide you wanted to go do something else or get drowsy and finish it off the next night. And you're not going to end up need to rewind uh, to learn about the, you know, I uh, forget the, you know, now he was talking about something about the council and Maud Deeb wanted mm-hmm. to, you know what I mean? It is not that kind of a movie. And it, uh, I don't know what you watched it on, but it wasn't on Netflix or, or prime or anything like that. I watched it on Tubi. So it's on a bunch of free, uh, apps. I think so. I, I think I watched it on prime. I, oh, did you? Okay. I didn't, when I went on my, Roku, I didn't see Prime listed on there. It was all huh. like the Roku channel and 2B and stuff like that. Um, I don't remember, but I I think it was on Prime. Oh, okay. Anyway, it's available free a lot of places. And it was nice with sometimes with uh, some of those free apps that are ad-based, you know, they'll have an ad every three minutes or something. This one didn't have a lot of ads in it. So that, yeah. you know, some. I, I mean, there's been times where it's just like, this is unbearable, the number of commercials, and, you know. And to add insult to injury, it's oftentimes the same ad. Yeah. So it just, you know what I mean? It just 
drives a needle into your eye. God, and you would think advertisers ad now. I've thought about that before with advertisers. Hey. Like there are times where it's like, I don't want to buy this. I'm not going to buy this product I hate because you. I'm I, sick yes. of seeing their ad. You know? No, I'm, I'm definitely not going to buy it now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would recommend it. I, I think uh, like we already said, I think people, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing like super, I mean, there's, uh, you know, there's swearing in this, but there's no sex no. Or, you know uh, no, i mean the and there's you know a guy gets cut in half in the wood chipper which is gross but yeah. but it's almost like looney tunes as horror goes yeah it's yeah. not but i think definitely horror fans who have not seen this would really enjoy this because of you know just all the tropes that it plays on yeah i agree so so yeah um so has is there anything that you've so we didn't talk for a week or so i mean didn't record for a week or so the listeners won't or viewers won't know this but have you seen anything recently nope okay <laughs> and not that's leaping to my mind what's that not that's leaping to my mind. Oh, okay. And, uh, um, are you still watching the? Did you give up on the um, Lord of the Rings show? I never. I fell asleep during the first episode, and oh, I you just never got back to it. I, um, you know, there's. I, I don't want to. I don't want to completely write it off because I'm such a fan of the property. Mm -hmm. But again, watching that first episode, some of the writing was just so. It's like generic fantasy texts. Mm. And it it I couldn't unhear it and it and it bothered me. Hmm. And so I just felt like it was a very expensive looking. I kind of felt that way about the Wheel of Time show too. I was like, I never finished that either. I'm just like, oh, it was such an opportunity to do this with great love and detail, and then they just make it look pretty and hallmark airbrushed, and lots of like people looking at each other with kind of anime eyes and swearing oaths and wistful, and just like. Oh. Yeah, I understand. Um, I randomly went to see this new movie, Smile, that is the number one movie right now. Um, so where my office is, there's a movie theater like at the end of this complex. And there's um, kind of behind where my office is, there's this really nice walking path. So after work, the weather was really nice. I went and walked. And when I was, I was like walked past the, the movie theater and um i just kind of didn't want to go home and i thought i kind of want to see that movie but i'd seen the trailers and thought like it looked okay um but it was much better than the than the trailers made it appear it's not something that i think we would want to do on the show because it's a pretty uh it's not um it's not particularly there's not like a lot of blood in it or anything like that. So it's not a real graphic film, but it is genuinely frightening. Like it's one of the 
scarier movies that I've seen in a while. You know, when it almost to the point of like you get home and you're like, oh, it's kind of dark, and you know, and the, you know yeah. what I mean, that kind of yeah. that kind of thing. But very, I was really surprised. Very well done. Not a. It just looked a little cheesy from the trailers, but. The trailer uh, makes it look like it's another one, like, oh, you watch the video and then it's your turn. And then I mean, it is kind of watch that. Video and it's like, oh, well, some yeah. smile, somebody smiles and then you catch it. And then I, you. that's generally I mean, that's essentially what it is, but I don't it's it's different enough from things like the ring and, and that kind of thing. You know, I've heard um, it's I've heard it's good. You're not the first yeah. person to say like, wow, that was that was really scary. I yeah. Hate yeah, I, know, I, know. Like, so, I don't like yeah. going to a movie and like having it. Give me nightmares. Yeah, I, I mean, you, this was genuinely, you know, and I don't say that often because it's yeah. nothing really scares me anymore. But there were genuinely some like nightmare inducing wow. scenes in this. So it's and the uh, the lead, I, I had not seen her in anything before. She like just the acting all the way around is really, really good. Um, it's shot well. So it's not just a cheapy, you know, um, let's make a movie for a million bucks and maybe it'll make 50 or a hundred million dollars or whatever. I mean, it, and Paramount released it. So it's a real, you know, sure. um, major studio, but, but yeah, I was, it, it was much, but I kind of thought it was going to be kind of just a aimed at teenagers yeah. kind of a film, but, but it's, it's really well done. I was, I was impressed with it. So people who are into that kind of thing, I would definitely recommend it. It's, it's one of the better horror movies that I've seen in a while. So. Oh, that's great. So there are still, you know, even though it's kind of derivative, there are still original things out there that are not a sequel or a prequel or a remake or whatever. So, yeah. Good. Yeah. 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 So what do you think about for next time? We had, do you have any interest in watching that Marvel werewolf by night thing? Is that out? It comes out tomorrow um yeah i'll check that out okay it's a movie it's it's a i don't know what the runtime is on it i think it's maybe like an hour but it's just a one-off thing yeah all right i that trailer looked nuts i was like what yeah. am I looking at here and yeah at the end it's like disney plus and yeah like, it seems what yeah <laughs> it seems it, not on brand somehow it's very much supposed to be kind of an homage to the universal monster, you know, yeah. and, and when they showed the trailer, I thought, so I wonder, is the thing itself going to be black and white, but I guess it is because it's a black and white trailer. So, but yeah, I thought it looked, I thought it looked really interesting. I'll be happy to check that out. So that sure. for next time, it's called werewolf by night, werewolf by night. It's brand spanking new. Yeah. It'll be by the time out yet, yeah, at the time that we're recording yeah. this. But by the time you hear this, it will it will be out on Disney Plus streaming service. That's what we're going to talk about next time, baby. Um, cool. Chris and Chris talk movies at gmail.com. That's our handle. We are on the socials. And um, like and subscribe. Leave us a comment. Thank you for listening slash watching whatever you're however you're absorbing this. It's always a pleasure. And I'm glad that you're safe. I know you had some flooding scares when you were. Yeah, I was in South Carolina, which is not where I live, but there was some flooding from the hurricane, but everything was fine. We didn't Good. we didn't get hurt or anything, but it was a little it was definitely interesting because I'd never seen 
I've seen, you know, like where we live, I've seen sometimes occasionally a road that I have to go through will flood, but nothing, you know, there, the street that our house was on, there was this water, literally water flowing down it. I'd never seen that before. So yeah. it was pretty well, wild. I'm glad, I'm glad you're okay and your parents are. Oh, thank you. Um, okay. So uh, unless you have anything else to add. No, I think so. Kind of a short one this time. Yeah, kind of a short one, but a good one. I mean, I just didn't, there wasn't, I didn't have a ton more to say. <laughs> we don't do a lot of comedies and, you know, comedies are, Yeah, I, I don't know that how much depth you can get into with them unless it's a really yeah, complex comedy. Anyway, um, so for next time, Werewolf by Night. And we will talk to you next week. <laughs>